Okay. When you were younger? You well, were when we were in the fueling business, the boats would call an hour or two hours ahead of time and say, meet me at the JB Bridge. We want 30,000 gallon of fuel. Or we'd have to get a crew out if it was at night. If during the day the crew was probably here. Well, we would just go on down and meet them and put the fuel on and come back. And ordinarily we'd work from an eight to 10 hour day. And then we would go home and we would drop down the crew at the office to one or two people. So if we had any body that wanted fuel at midstream, then we had to find the crew, call them back out. And uh, they, they would perform their duties on the fuel run or maybe the maybe just one man come back and watch the office while they went down the river. Mm -hmm. So you were on like a, what? A, 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 a call-out type situation. No, but your boat was like a, a tugboat. A tugboat, a tugboat. yeah. And you, you cooked on it and you... No, no, this is a dinner bucket boat. That's meant that you... You, you, you brought your own. You brought your own dinner and if you were just going to be gone for four hours, maybe you didn't bring anything at all. You just went down the river and done the job and a lot of times if you got to the towboats and it was dinner time, they'd feed you and all. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of the gals that did the cooking on there, they, they enjoyed to have you in for dinner or lunch or what have you or breakfast just for the conversation sure. because here you're on the boat with 12 men, all right, and you're the only lady there. Some of them had man cooks. Mm -hmm. Did you did is this a is this a is the river a place where children follow their fathers like you follow followed yours? I don't think anymore today. Years ago, I think that was true. And, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's hard work out here on the river, and uh, they got the school over in Belleville where their their kids are actually paying to go to school and they're promising them jobs. They get jobs and they're out there for three or four months and they decide this is too hard for me. People today do not want to work the way we work. Yeah, no. There's a school over? There's a school over in, I believe it's Belleville, but I'm not sure, Belleville Community College. Uh -huh. And there's a, usually an ad in that Waterways Journal, or you'll see it in the newspapers. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought you meant they taught about the river. Is that what That's you're saying? That's what I'm telling oh, you. Okay. They go to school, they've got the deck gear laying out in a area. I, I haven't been there, but they say they got the different fittings, the cavils, the, the buttons, the wires, the ratchets, the winches. Mm -hmm. They've got them all over there to practice on. Mm -hmm. And then they go to school, I think, for six weeks. Then they do six weeks training out on a, one of the tugs. And after they complete this with good graces, then they've got a deckhand certificate that they can take to these towing companies and say, I have this certificate. And they usually don't have any trouble getting the job, but when they find out what's curtailed, maybe they don't like it too well. So in the old days, somebody would just come and take the job and learn all that on the job? Well, they'd learn it on the job, yes. Mm -hmm. 
and you you always had somebody that was experienced working with them. Now, when they get out on the towboat for their six weeks or so forth, yes, they have somebody experienced working with them, and maybe the mate and the regular deckhand, he lays on all the rigging, and then these other people tighten the rigging up. Now, that's not an easy job. And it's a, there's a white, <laughs> a correct way to lay it down and an incorrect. In other words, you lay the ratchets down so you tighten them, you tighten them inboard so if it does slip, you go on the deck. If you would do it the other way and something would slip and you were pushing real hard, then you might go off in the river. And no one would know it. Well, there'd probably be somebody with you, but you're done in the river and you're going down the river six mile an hour, you know. And are boats more complicated so that they have to go to school to learn it? or No, I, I don't believe that they're more complicated. They're much nicer than when I started out. Uh, there were some pretty rough boats years ago. Uh, the uh, Right after World War II, the, the uh, government sold off what they called a DPC hull, which was a 2800 horsepower steam-fired tug. Well, the Manning situation on that was 28 people. Now, grant you they needed more people in the engine room because of the steam and the safety factor, but you'd have an engineer on each watch, you'd have an assistant engineer on each watch, and maybe you'd have four oilers or wipers. They took care of cleaning up and learning how to be the engineers. Mm -hmm. But see, that was 12 people just in the engine room. Well, they're operating the whole towboat now with uh, anywhere from 11 to 12 people. This took you away from home a lot. Yes, yes. Long hours. Long hours. Could have been a golf pro. No, I'm... I'm not interested in golf. I mean, for the same <laughs> amount of time is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that do take people away. Um, so... Well, you got to like what you do. That's the yeah. whole thing. When you're... If you've got the flu and you have to stay home a few days, do you kind of have withdrawal because you're not on the river? No, you just suffer through it. But you do miss it if you weren't here. Yes, yes. What does it do for you, Jack? Well, I'm, I'm just relaxed around it. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people come down here at lunchtime. You see cars setting up. What are they doing? They're watching the river. Here we're doing it. We're working on it. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw that when I came down. I thought, well, gee, if I finish early, I'm going to sit there <laughs> and watch the river. Um, and I was also thinking how really, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's very inviting right there for people to come. I don't know why. Well, I mean, they certainly came when it was flooded. I did too. You know, for people who don't come down here much, it struck me during the flood that if you live out 
in the county are out past the city limits. You could go about your business if you didn't if you decided that you or you didn't think about going to the Red Cross and put things together for people or the Salvation Army and do the food and stuff. You could ignore all that that was happening down here. Well, the only problem we had with the high water was getting product in and out. Sometimes we'd take a, if the water was deep enough, we'd take a crane barge over and they'd put it in a basket. We'd lift it over. Well, to sum up, if I asked you probably again, what was the main cause for the demise, the demise of the shipping industry down here? What would well, you say? I guess the big thing that happened was the overbuilding of the towboats and the overbuilding of barges that they were setting around. And a lot of doctors and lawyers built barges under corporation for tax write-offs. Then when barges became the surplus, they'd rent them out for little or nothing so that they didn't have to pay the fleeting charge per day. I mean, that's just like your car. If you're going to park it somewhere, you got to pay to park it. Mm -hmm. So they didn't want to have to pay that fleeting charge and have a total loss. So they rented it out for little or nothing. They saved that cost, but they still weren't taking in enough to pay their mortgage. So they lost them. I think that's what you're referring to as a demise of the towing industry. This is people that bought barges and so forth. I don't really think it affected the big people with the boats and the barges because they kept their boats busy and they let these other people set on the side until they needed it. Mm -hmm. So they had they had the same industry going, they just had too many Too many too pieces many of equipment and too many carriers and there was a mm -hmm. bunch of people that, that have just sold out to the bigger barge plants. And this was what in the, the 80s? This is uh, through the 80s, yes. So uh, again the same question but at an earlier time what what caused the demise more or less of the shipping in the 50s or when commerce I mean, I just get this feeling that maybe I'm wrong, maybe I, I'm seeing it wrong, um, so help me out here, that there was a lot more going on than there is now, but, but maybe that's not well, true. Well, I think if you get with the Corps engineers, uh, the amount of boats and the amount of tonnage that they lock, I believe you see that goes up every year. Oh, really? But. Remember one thing when we had the Alton Lock situation where the one lock was down for repair and all? And well, it's just like a toll booth. It breaks mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. Everything has to go through the other lock. Mm -hmm. And there was 15 or 20 wow. boats lined up in each way. That's what finally made him build a new lock at Mel Price, okay? Mm -hmm. 
So, it, it, so there's it's, a lot it's, it's a bottleneck, okay? There's a lot going on. Right. And I, I think your tonnage went up every year. It may have slowed down in some seasons, but finally they caught up and got all the boats through. So what you're saying is commerce really hasn't gone down on the river? Well, I don't, I don't think if you look at the overall picture mm -hmm. that the total volume of tonnage has changed. Yeah, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about from the 80s, I'm talking about from the 50s, 40s or 50s. Well, um, I, I think your tonnage went up all through this time. I'd, I'd go to the Corps and yeah, ask them I, for I their, will. It's a, their, their records there, and that'll give you a guideline. Good suggestion. Uh, as to actually how much tonnage volume, see, on a lock, they log all the tonnages. Mm -hmm. Now, they used to say how many barges you got and how many tons. Well, today, they got maybe five different categories, mm -hmm. and they log it. They may log coal, as one category, or they do the log, I don't mean that. Coal is one category, uh, grains another category, fertilizer is another category, petroleum is another category, and what the guy will say, I don't know the correct listing on the barges anymore, but he'll say I've got 10 A's, 5 B's, and 3 C's all of 1,500 tons. That's what the guy puts down. Yeah. Or if they got these big barges with mm -hmm. the 10-foot draft or 12-foot draft, they'll say we got 2,200 tons per barge. So just because the waterfronts changed doesn't mean that the, the water ways have changed. No, I, I, don't, I don't really think that the tonnage is down any, and I think when you talk to the yeah. Poor people, you're going to find that the tonnages are up every year. Okay. I thank you. Alrighty. All right. I might come back. Yeah. Well, you could come back. <laughs> Feel free. I want it on tape that I can come back. Okay. <laughs> to, to get back on the river and go up and down? And Not any. I haven't recently. Uh, I guess it's been six months since I've made any trips. But I've worked a harbor here. Mm-hmm. Did you have a little boat ever that you just go out in? When I was a kid, we did, yeah. What'd you do on it? Well, we did a lot of fishing, and I guess that's where I learned how to play pinochle at 12 years old. <laughs> I could count the cards and everything else, and my grandpa would say, how did you know I had that ace? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go to school? Right here in St. Louis. I, I never did get into college or anything. I've come right out of high school. Where'd you go to high school? Normandy. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, I guess, north. Uh, I don't know if it ain't too far north, but west. It's right out of the city limits. Mm -hmm. That's where I grew up in that area there. But this tells you different stories about the Corps and all. Mm -hmm. Here's all the telephone numbers to call for the Waterways Journal. Now, when you get this paper, you read it, right? I read some of it, yeah, and, and uh, a lot of times uh, there's forthcoming events coming up. Here's about a guy towing a gambling boat up the river. Do you ever go on the gambling boats? Well, not to anything really exciting. Mm -hmm. But do you just go over and kind of... Well, i got to go over there this afternoon again. i got a delivery, though. Mm -hmm. 